Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Okay, it's Pottercast number 194. We're only six shows away from our bicentennial when we all wear powdery wigs and get carved into the side of a mountain. Hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be a weird mountain. That'd be fun. That'd be a funny Mount Pottercast. Well, hey, if there's Mount, Mount Pellegrino. It's, it's an awesome and information-filled show for you this week. We have a, a first-hand, on-the-scene preview of the Harry Potter exhibit in Chicago. Woohoo! Hey, yo. Except hey. for Edward was there. I'm kind of jealous because I want to go. Well, we're going to go over the summer. Are we doing anything? Go like nearby? No, we're trying. We're trying to do our Chicago show at the museum. Hey, yeah, yo. There, I said it. See what you get to find out when you come to these shows. We're trying to do a thing in Chicago um, at the museum. But even if we're not, we don't do our show there. We'll just we'll we'll go there, right? Well, heyo. All right. What else we got? We got lots of news in the show. We're gonna do fi- quick fire can conundrums with our live bit by bit. Yeah. We'll be back next time. The f- the fault for its delay is all mine, but we'll get to that later. All right, peoples. You totally are screwing everything up all the time. I, I, I am all the time. It's all my fault. God. It is. <laughs> it's all my fault. Sue, uh, what's happening in the Harry Potter news this week? Let's get right to it. I just want to hear news. We have a lot of news, actually, and we have more than five. And this is important, though. I do want to start out with this because it's, we've been waiting for it here in the United States. The A Year in the Life documentary with J.K. Rowling is going to be aired finally on ABC July 16th, which, as we know, huh. is right near when Happy Prince is coming out in theaters. Finally. Oh. And it's, what is it? Let me think. It's... I want to buy years it. To the day that Half Blood Prince the book came out, pretty close. It's July sixteenth. Very... Was it July sixteenth or July seventeenth that it came uh, out? I think no, sixteenth. No, it was sixteenth. It was the sixteenth. I have my little poster up. Yeah, imagine 16th. that. Two thousand five. Wow. Right. Yeah, it is. It's, I have the poster up from Scholastic up on my wall. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I still haven't put up our fun, cool like prints we got from that awesome bookstore in New York. I know. I need to put mine up too. On the Lost I in need New to York put up Day. As well. I have them. I just have to put them in frames and, and put them up. I mean, so it's about time we're getting to see this. I know that it's uh, aired in the UK and Australia, and I think parts of Europe have already seen and it. And on YouTube. <laughs> what? YouTube. Sorry, sorry. Something in my throat. Certainly not. Certainly not. But it's getting taken down off. And, and it miraculously keeps coming back. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, the, I want to buy part... it. Are they going to sell it? Oh, let's hope. I want it. I'd want to buy it, too. I'd. Totally throw my support into that. The guy, um, uh, James Runcie, who did it, is a very, very nice person and a very talented documentary oh, uh, it's, filmmaker. It's so. just breathtaking. It'd be one of those things you can put on in the background while you're cleaning and just... Oh, for sure. If you're going to draw. That's exactly yeah. why I would do it. Is or if you're going to be watching a movie, put it on the background. Totally, Frack. <laughs> I totally like where you're going with this, Frack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say, Joe had one of the things we will see in the documentary, and I know a lot of people are interested, is the um, the family tree and what happens afterwards. She gives a little bit more about, and that's we hear a little bit more about, like, who Luna married and that kind of stuff, and it's really cool. So definitely watch that. It's worth it. Our friend Dan Radcliffe, guess what? 
he got nominated as Best Actor at the Drama Desk Awards for his performance in Equus, which is... What? Let me tell you something. I, I, I almost like the Drama Desk Awards more than the Tonys. You know how like people like the Golden Globes more than the Oscars? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about the Drama Desk Awards. They're like that bit. one step... Yeah, it's like one step below the mass craziness commercial all politics event. It's like, it's sort of the yeah. more... Ge- I don't want to say more genuine because the Tonys really aren't anything like the Oscars, but it's... I don't know. I feel like it's almost a higher honor. You know? Well, I just thought this was a big deal. I mean, him getting not- I mean, and Richard Griffiths was not nominated, which is amazing. Huh. And then and then Dan was for for lead actor, you know. I mean, I just and then the, the Tony Awards are coming up. They have an announcement. I think they're gonna announce them, I think maybe this week, but um or soon, very soon. Ooh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I think he'll get nominated. Probably Richard Griffiths wasn't nominated because um they were both they would both be considered lead actors. N- neither one is uh, supporting. And probably right. they people aren't going to vote for two from the same with that show because they're like the whole show. Those guys, you know. Oh, now, true. has that ever happened before? Two leading roles being nominated for the same film? Yeah, films, shows. Yeah, it's it's happened, but it's rare. Wasn't Ooh. wasn't Crash? Wasn't like everybody nominated for Crash? All right, see so what else is up in the news? We heard from our friend Matt Lewis. Matt flew over to uh, Calgary for um, one of those expos, and he answered a lot of questions for the fans. And he talked about doing Deathly Hallows and his new look at Neville's new look in Deathly Hallows is a leaner, meaner rock and roll Neville. Yeah. Nice. Fine. Yes. Good. Good, good, good. They need to hot him up. Good. Yeah, he's not hot him up. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad, John. So. It's true. They need to. It's, it's, I stand by the phrase. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so great because he's been such a like a, a pudgy little dork in all the in all the movies. Oh. And we know that when you see, well, that's what it, that's Neville, and it's supposed to be like when you, he's supposed to be a big BA at the end. You know. Oh, I can't wait till he chops the guinea's head off. <laughs> he is really looking forward to that too, Frankie. He said that that is like the scene he is most keen on, and I, I just can imagine. And it he's gonna... better be in there. It better. They, they, they be, it wouldn't even. It wouldn't only be like bad, bad fan karma. I feel like it'd be bad storytelling karma. That's not something you skip. That's one of the most amazing moments in all seven books. There's it just, is. there's no way. That and the Bellatrix moment. There's no way they're not going to do those. Oh my gosh, the Bellatrix moment. What spell did she use? It was never clear. No, it was Avada Kedavra. And it never said Avada Kedavra, though. And I'm curious, yeah, can you kill is... someone else? Can you kill people with curses that aren't Avada Kedavra? Yeah, is it the only be... spell that can if... kill people? You could totally no, if I set you on like, fire, you're you know... going to die. Like, if you did, like, did say like a head? stunning, like, if, what if you did, like, a really, really, really bad stunning... You know how when, like, in book five, when they all... The, they tacked uh, McGonagall, like, they, she had, like, five stunner spells on her, and they said yeah. it's lucky she survived? So they're technically a stunning spell, you know, powerful enough could kill somebody? But, Frankie, so, that's how Fred died, though. I mean, it was a, the, they blew up the wall, so technically you can say an explosion spell killed him because he was killed, and you know, from yeah. that explosion. So it wasn't necessarily thought, a violent. What did he kill from the explosion? I thought there was an explosion, and then he got AK'd. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. I gotta look no, that up. No, he died at the explosion because when it cleared, I, he was on the floor. Yeah, oh, I thought that's what happened. So, I mean, no, you know, but Bellatrix, definitely. No, but, like, wizards have so many ways of defending them. So basically, like, Voldemort versus as a baby, like if Voldemort had walked in and stupefied instead of AK'd, maybe the books wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupefy Maxima. Kind of, that would be- because does it 
in the book, he doesn't. He doesn't say about a cadaver, does she? Um, Molly, well, it just it just hits, put, it hits her square in the chest. It's not put in in the text, but I would imagine for about a cadaver, you have to say it. Right? Isn't that happened with Sirius though too? I mean, we never there was that. It was just a green flash of light, and then he fell through the through the veil. With so Sirius, it wasn't, wasn't it a red flash of light or red or something? Yeah, it was Sirius, a flash. Yeah, it the veil killed him, not the spell. Hey, the veil. Yeah. That's why it was all ambiguous. Like, oh, he's gonna come back anyway. I'm just. Well, this is probably more of a canon conundrum than anything. I know. So I'll stop. We're still in the yeah. news. Okay, we should probably we... discuss it during a quick fire. That's going to be my quick fire. But he yeah. is Matt is going to be filming his scenes. Yes. Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. But I just want right. to say that Matt is going to be filming his scenes in October, in the fall, when a lot of the adult actors are going to be doing their things in the fall. So that should be very exciting. So I'm sure my we'll God. have. It's going to be so amazing. Just to say you were there watching it that day, you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh. Well, speaking <sighs> of of at the set, Melissa has posted our, our Haplet Prince. Set visits were all just released this last week, and you have a really great one about Miss Luna. Preview numero dos. It's about how Luna made the lion hat in, in the movie. It's all based on her design prop with it. Luna. I just called her Luna instead of Ivana. You see how hard it is? You jerk. Okay. Oh, I did too. I was about to clarify. I, I was going to say, wait, Luna the character? Like, she talks about, like, the theory and the magic behind her charming? I'm like, wow! <laughs> I bet that would be walking down the street. I bet you walking down the street she would answer to Luna. Oh, be nice. Oh, no, I'm not, I am being nice. She's Luna. She's She embodies. I'm being very nice. She embodies Luna. She's, she is. It's a good thing. Anyway, so they didn't know. They they got stuck. They didn't know how to do it. They they all they all, all the sketches kept coming out wrong so finally somebody had the brain the brain wave well mm-hmm. nobody knows more than ivana ask ivana she goes home she stays up all night comes in with like 20 charcoal sketches and gives it to them and they were like yes this is it and they made and they made the hat based on her on her spec i want to see those sketches ivana i hope she signs them and puts them up for charity or something yes i want to see them okay well, frankie okay, needs to see them then i guess i'm whispering because no one else can hear me just ivana email me them <laughs> Why don't you email her and ask for them? I'm just being silly. Oh, I could. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Oh, I my still goodness. Brag about, you still brag uh, about that? About what, Frank? I, I talked to her on email one time. I was like, I talked to them down there. Sorry. <laughs> just the random people who don't care. <laughs> They're like, they could get less by Harry Potter. I'm like, I know Luna. Okay, so... I was while I was in Italy. Um, one of my one of my cousins introduced me to another like like a baby kind of very very far cousin. She's like six years old, as you know the person who knows everything about Harry Potter. And um, she told him that she talks and she speaks to the actors and she knows Harry Potter. You know, like the way parent, adults do. And she yeah. knows and I, and she knows the girl who plays Luna and the girl's face. I mean, on this little child's face, she thought I was the coolest person on the face of the earth. So I, I get I get I get the allure, especially especially when it's little kids because they they're just so excited. They just want to like I don't know. They they look so thrilled. It's cute. Yeah, it's not all true. I don't know Harry Potter. It's a nice thing to be charged with. You don't with. know a fictional character? <laughs> Shrek. It's a secret. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. It's happening. Um, um, well, I just on the continuing on the Haplet Prince interviews, there have been a ton of them this week. I can't even, I didn't even want to, there's so many to go through, but we've, we saw new character posters. There, we saw the soundtrack cover. There's a contest for only certain people in the United States. There's all kinds of interviews. Please check leakynews.com because this last week alone, it's just, there must be at least... 10 different things, so, and I don't even know what to say about that. Go through that. But I do want to say this. Shell Cottage for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is now almost done in the coastline of Wales, and it is awesome. Can I say something else? No. You might 
not know if you don't go to Leaky all the time, if you sometimes go to other places to check out your Harry Potter Ew. news, but there are there are exclusive images of Shell Cottage that Sue scooped and put on Leaky that, yeah, you only if you check Leaky regularly would you even know about them. So I think that it's a good idea that you go check it out. How is you know, that possible? Even, because people care less about what the fans care about than what they... Well, anyway, I'm going to shut up before I get myself into trouble. You Next. Know what's cool that we saw? The, the roof... Is all seashells. I love it. It's unbelievably cool. I like how pointy it is. It is. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. It's pointy. So. They got it just right. I mean, just right. That dune that they have it on and the, the whole windswept feel of it. Oh, it's it's going to be great. I'm so excited. In my head, I always imagined it at nighttime, though. So it was weird seeing it during the day. I never even realized I imagined it at night all the time until I saw it. I've always got it at like a dusk. I see. You know? The sky's purple in my head. Well, you <laughs> I, know, I mean, I we don't know that. how they're going to shoot it, though. I mean, because, you know, I, if they're building a platform, which is probably due of two things. How, one, we're like maybe the area towards where Dobby will be buried. But two, where the cameras will be. And they'll shoot. I don't know how much in the sea they'll shoot, too. I mean, they're doing a week of filming, which comes up very quickly. I mean, tomorrow is May. And then they're going to be shooting from May 11th through the 15th so i don't know how if they're gonna shoot at night or not i i can't imagine they would too much that would be hard to light down there in the beach i would think but tomorrow is may huh it is may you know what happens in may melissa sue why don't you tell everybody what happens in may well let's think there's this little thing called leaky con <laughs> i cannot believe i cannot believe that we are in the month of leaky con i Two years ago, we've been talking about this, and now it's the month. Oh, gosh. And if that isn't enough alone to get you excited, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa has posted something extraordinary that we're getting for LeakyCon, and I want you to tell it because it's so amazing, these photos. One of a kind, only thing in the world. Take it away, Melissa. It's amazing. J.K. Rowling and Scholastic have donated all 10 Harry Potter published American hardback edition Harry Potter books, and J.K. Rowling has signed them all. This is a set that is unbelievably rare to the point that it is the only one that exists in the world. We're sure about it. Until she signs another set, this is it. It is They are, they are all gorgeous pristine they're signed in light green ink they all have authenticity seals they're all individually wrapped in bubble paper that that enable they are going to stay that way until we hand them over i took pictures of them i took a video that's on our pottercast channel youtube.com slash pottercast if you're not a subscriber don't even talk to me oh, <laughs> oh snap, oh, snap. Go go go! Check it all out at leakynews.com. We have some some gorgeous high res images of them, which are are watermarked because we don't want these images to be used for fakes on eBay. But they are, I swear to God, I mean, opening these up and hold like I wash my hands five times. I refuse to crack the spine. I'm being more careful with these than most of other things I own. Um, the only way to get them is to be a registered member, uh, a regist- a registrant at LeakyCon, and that is the only way to buy a chance. We're going to be doing a raffle at LeakyCon, and uh, so awesome. that's it. Because we didn't want it to be an auction, because that's one person who has a lot of money, as opposed to a lot of people who have don't have that much money but want to get a chance of something i mean when has this not been an auction when has this when has something like this been reachable to any harry potter fan before really never yeah right and if you do have a little extra wait can you how many tickets are you allowed to buy as many as your heart desires see if you have a little extra money you know throw some extra money away because of charity it's all for charity they are all the books are going to one person the value is vastly vastly increased for them to be for them to be all together it is a full signed 10 book set to be to be raffled as one it is one prize i 
I just got the chills though when I, you're, she, Melissa was like very carefully on you, our YouTube channel. She has video up, and you can see just like the camera pans in, and you can see Joe's name right underneath of Albus Dumbledore and the Fantastic Beasts. And I mean, I don't know if she signed a lot of those before when they came out. I don't know, maybe she did, but I just that just blew me away. I was like, wow! And then seeing the Beetle the Bard signature was very so very- awesome. Do you know that, yeah, the Beetle the Bard one, I don't I don't think that a signed American edition of Beetle the Bard, you know, even exists, unless she has a friend who brought one over, you know, unless they brought over a couple, Scholastic had her sign a couple. I mean, yeah, some of the, the people are asking if they get security when they win. Well, that's an interesting question. It's why we're doing it at the welcome, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, at the goodbye breakfast for LeakyCon, because we don't want you to have so much time left in the hotel with them. We will be happy to bring them back to our undisclosed location after you win them for you to pick them up after, you know, right before you go home, if you don't want them in your room while while the conference is going on i mean we'll we'll take it we'll we'll take care we don't have security guards but we'll we'll take care of you don't worry i got your back amazing but that's not all that's going on at leaky con is it melissa we have another cool keynote it's, it's ridiculous what's happening guys can i can i explain to you i've not if i was had nothing to do with any harry potter site and i saw this conference i would be going out of my mind to get there I, first, first, first of all, you have the Notch with the Nerd Fighters, which is a awesome. It's going to be an amazing event with John and Hank Green. It's selling out so fast. We announced it first, so it's selling out fastest. So you should yeah. get your tickets right now. You can go to LeakyCon.com to get all those links. That is going to be a wonderful presentation about Harry Potter and community with Hank and John Green, who are the Vlog Brothers, who are all kinds of ridiculous awesome. Then we have the Q and A with Michael Goldenberg, which is uh-huh. an, it's who? out of out of control it's it's completely insane oh Q&A with Michael Goldberg who wrote the movie movie five we've never had a screenwriter speak, speak to the fans never mind come to a conference never mind open himself up to any questions you want Michael Goldberg is a very highly sought after screenwriter he wrote 2003's Peter Pan which I know a lot of Harry Potter fans I love that fans. movie so much movie so- is amazing that movie is the movie is fantastic so he tickets wrote- are going quick right oh that? very quickly oh very I mean, yeah. So I would get one immediately. And then our third keynote is going to be John Green from the Vlogbrothers, but but in a different setting, talking with Cheryl Klein from Har- from who is one of the editors on the Harry Potter books, Hot Cheryl, which all of our all of Very our listeners. Cool. I did not know about that. They are going to be together talking about writing and uh, young adult fiction and and all kinds of things. Really, more about the editor and author relationship. There's no you don't hear a lot about the editor author relationship and how and how it, it meshes to create a wonderful book or increase the the greatness of a book. John Green is a Prince Award winning young adult novelist. The Prince Award is the highest award you can win as a young adult novelist. His books are funny and popular and also also very challenging and entertaining uh, challenging i'm sorry and insightful cheryl meanwhile in addition to harry potter is becoming a huge and and sought after editor in her own right her latest book marcello in the real world is getting got five starred reviews two of her books won huge awards at this this year's ala dinner she's really she's someone who really knows and can articulate what makes fiction good and so if you have any interest in writing at all this is the one to go also this one this one because we know that the keynotes are expensive for people and you really don't care about having your food at a keynote we took out took out the lunch portion so that we can give it to you for a much lower price the the keynote will only cost twenty dollars so that's yeah that's quite the bargain there for that yeah i'll go somewhere and get a, grab a burrito i don't need yeah it. it's it's twenty dollars is completely ludicrous for for a keynote like this. I actually look at the price and I'm thinking, really, really. <laughs> you know? 
So yeah, I, I do want to stress. I mean, people. Are, I, the economy is still hard for a lot of people, but please don't not forget that these people are donating our time because this is all for charity. And I think that somehow somehow is getting lost in the shuffle. And I just, I really, it is the proceeds are benefiting two charities that are really really important to us. And we are here because of the books. And this is going for for literacy. And um, so I would hope that you would all consider that. I know it's an expense, extra expense, but like for the twenty dollar one, you cannot beat that to have two just really exceptional people speaking and uh, I, I hope they're going to take some questions right so we can still ask you yeah. all about Potter if we want I mean it's not off the table. oh yes well they're going to talk or are talking we'll be talking we'll have spoken before mm-hmm. the before the event to get their their thoughts in order but the, I mean these are two of the people that if I have a question about writing I would first one of among five people in my life that I would speak to they are very high, high among those five it's mm-hmm. like my editor and my agent and these guys uh, and JK Rowling there you go. There's the five that I would ask a question about writing. And, you know, honestly, they're, they're two enormously insightful and intelligent people. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. I can't believe it's this month. In a few weeks, I'm going to get to see you guys. It's going to be exciting. We're all going to be together. No. Together again. Oh, my God. We have to play that song. What song is this? Puppet song. Muppets. John. Together again. Oh, and then whenever my friends get married, I go, somebody's getting married. <laughs> somebody's getting, somebody's getting. And they're like, huh? I'm like, you know what? Go watch a movie. <laughs> Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So that's, that's for LeakyCon. LeakyCon, guys. I can't even I can't even think. We have a question in the in the in the chat about whether we're going to be putting any any of LeakyCon live. Is that mm, I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe you know what? Keep your keep the eye on the Twitter. Yeah, that's what you do. Keep eye on Twitter. Twitter channels would that be, Frankie? Uh Twitter.com slash Pottercast. You should really all right now tell everybody that you know to follow Twitter.com slash Pottercast. It's all the hip happening thing to do. And and, and one last thing, I know we've been talking about LeakyCon, but we are extending the Twitter contest to win tickets, right, Melissa? Thank you, Sue. We are are doing a Twitter contest. You can go get all the details at leakynews.com. Find one of our LeakyCon posts. There's 8 billion of them on the page. And you can find the phrases that you can put into your Twitter to be entered into a contest to win a ticket to one of the keynotes for you or the registrant of your choice. What does that mean? That means that you don't have to be the person who goes to the keynote, which is important because if you have a friend who's going to LeakyCon who really, really, really wants to go the Michael Goldenberg keynote, keynote, but can't afford it. Twitter it, maybe you'll win, and you can give you can give that ticket to to the, oh, the register. That's really right. nice. I like that. Yeah. Go do it, and that's it. Yay. We go on to the rest of the show, or do we have more news? Well, we have big news, but we're going to talk about that coming up because Harry Potter the exhibit has opened. It is an exceptional thing. We're going to talk about that next, aren't we, guys? Do it. I think so. Let's do it. special segment for you guys right now as as most of you know or hopefully most of you know there is a an exhibition of the harry potter props and scenery in chicago right now at the, at the chicago what's it called sue the museum of science and industry museum of science and industry there was there a very go. special 
um, thing going on called the Harry Potter exhibit. It's going to be there, I think, currently until September, but it's going to travel around. And there was a very special preview day there today. And our own Edward Drogos, who is one of the the editors on the main page of Leaky, went and previewed it. And he's going to tell us all about it right now. Do it, Edward. Yay! Well, first off, I thought I should say, just right off the bat, that if you're anywhere near Chicago, or if you can get to Chicago, come see this exhibit. I think this is one of the most fantastic things that has ever been put on. It, it, it's, it's, I think, something that every fan desires to see. And I, and I don't think anyone would ever be disappointed in the slightest. It's just that fantastic. Did they have each Hagrid hut or did they just do one? <laughs> I'd love it if there was like models of everyone. <laughs> well, they just had the one. But from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave, like your eyes are just darting around just to see everything that they have there. His hut, for example, you, you you enter in next to like the little like garden patch with big pumpkins and moss and grass, and um, you see um, the McNair the executioner's costume and, oh, and, and and the trio's outfits for there, and and and, and your clothes on top of Hagrid's hut that move and the heads move around and the eyes blink at you. It's it's wow. just there's stuff everywhere to see. And inside Hagrid's hut, I mean Hagrid himself, Hagrid's outfit takes up. A good corner of the entire hut. He's just massive. His shoes were like, I can't even think of something to describe how, how big Hagrid's shoes are. <laughs> can you walk Refrain around in jokes. these things where they all roped off? There were some that you could walk into. Mainly Hagrid's hut was really the only thing that you could truly walk into, walk through. You could you know, stand next to the table in the fireplace and actually sit in, in, in Hagrid's chair, which actually sort of felt as if Hagrid had sat in it. I mean, that's the kind of detail that they have. Uh, that was really the only thing that they could walk into. Most everything else is um, sectioned off. But you can get up, you know, really, really close to things. I mean, you could, I don't think you are supposed to, but you could reach out and touch Harry's bed and, you know, touch the costumes, but you really, really shouldn't Ooh, do that. Oh, yeah. Probably shouldn't advocate that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably but not. This museum seems to, part of their mission seems to be very hands-on and educational things. And I think this was something that they really strived for when they set up this exhibit. Everything was as hands-on as it could be that you could get right in there and really see the detail and all of the work that the, you know, filmmakers and, you know, creative people put into it to make it as real as possible for, for the films. Well, there's one hands-on thing you can do that my Hufflepuffs would be enjoying. Right, yes. Edward. <laughs> yes. You're and what able, would this be? <laughs> well, you're able to walk walk to this little herbology area, and there's this little table <laughs> set up with about five little pots, and you're able to step up there and pull a baby mandrake. Oh, it's <laughs> pretty cool. They, does they it actually not, make noise? It does. It makes the exact noise. Sadly, they didn't have earmuffs for you, but you you yank it up, and this little ugly little thing comes <laughs> out of the pot. And it screams, and it's just it. That was fantastic. Is the no, is the noise like a squee? Um, it's, <laughs> it would sound like a squee to me. It's more, <laughs> is that where squees came from? No, that's <laughs> not that soon. It's basically that frat, frat, Yes, it's basically that. It's more of a cry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's hysterical. It's a sad squee. But so, do they have like? Like Professor Sprout's costumes, do they have all the different costumes like hers? And like we heard about Slughorns being there and, and Voldemort's is there. I mean, they have all that stuff. Voldemort's is green, huh? It is. Voldemort's costume is one of the most spectacular things that I saw because I didn't know it was green. And, and it's this 
fairly light, shimmery fabric, and and um, it sort of like sways in the wind. It's yeah. very creepy. The whole like dark magic section is it's the whole atmosphere changes when you walk into that. You can tell that you're in like this dark area where dark magic is happening, and above you they have the dark mark forming like in clouds and oh, just it's cool. like haunting haunting cool. you above you. That I thought that was an excellent detail. And the sound that they have incorporated throughout this entire thing really helps set set the mood for each each exhibit that you are looking at and standing in. That sounds so awesome. Edward, was there a pink room with a cat in it? There was. There was? There was. They focus on a number of classrooms, and you sort of are just assaulted by this pink bubble as you walk towards Umbridge's classroom. Everything oh, is pink. Man. The floor, the stone, the windows, there are these, these tapestries on the wall, these, like, Paisley pink curtains and her pens were pink, the upholstery on, on the chair, there the pink ribbon going up, up, up and down the walls, holding those actual little cat plates. With yes. the pins, with two dozen of them. They were all pink. Uh, it was it was my, my eyes were saw pink for about <laughs> ten minutes after I walked through that. It was that was something. Did it I mew? To see. Did like that you one know? cat mew it? <laughs> I, I, I listened as hard as I could, but I did not hear cats meowing. Oh, that's sad. Which is something they should totally do. They did ask Mooch going to be part of that, but they weren't going to provide her with the with the filet mignon she requires every hour. So she said no. <laughs> they could not afford her. No, she's too much of a diva. <laughs> yeah. Can Can I say this? How exciting this is because this is all the props from the movies, and I I, I know Frank can remember, but this is the first time I met Frankie is when we got to see. The exhibit at the Warner Brothers Studio, yeah, yeah. Uh, tour, and that was just oh, the yeah. four of us when we went on that tour together, and it was such. I just remember being elated, out of my mind, just elated. I mean, it was such a bonding moment too with Frankie because he was so wonderful. But um, just, I mean, did you just feel that sense of like you had walked, literally walked into the movies? Oh, definitely. As soon as you enter, you are greeted by this man in a long dark cloak who like gathers everyone around the sorting hat. But from then on, I sort of you really thought that you were entering into this magical world. Once you get sorted, you go to this other little room, and then the Hogwarts Express comes at you almost. I mean, there's, there's the, the sound of the, the engines moving, and, and then a horn, and this big bright light comes at you, and it's just like you are there on on the platform walking into Hogwarts. I have a quick question. When the sorting hat sorted somebody, did it talk? It did. This recording of the sorting hat has voice come on speakers and say uh, different lines from uh, from when other students had been sorted from from, oh. from the films. And then, so that means no Ravenclaw sortings? There was a Ravenclaw sorting, yes. There was? It doesn't happen in the movie. <laughs> there was. Oh, good. That's interesting because that's why they couldn't do it when we were there, right? Right. Yeah, because they don't have they didn't have a soundbite for Ravenclaw. It was a soundbite for Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, and uh, Slytherin. But that's cool that they did Ravenclaw. Yay! I won't be afraid to sit down now. <laughs> yes. There are some people that want to know, um, Edward, if you were allowed to take pictures or video or anything. You are not. Cameras are strictly prohibited oh. inside the exhibit. However, in the main lobby of the museum, they do have the Fort Anglia on display, Ooh. so you can take pictures of that. What about like if you busted out your cell phone to take some pictures? What would happen to you? Do you suppose would they would they spank you? Perhaps they they have uh, <laughs> sneaker scopes, and if you try, it'll go. 
do cosplay. <laughs> I think it's something that you really should see in person anyway. I don't think there's any any better way to to experience it than walking um, and walk, oh, walk, sure. walking through the uh, fat lady port- the fat lady's portrait hall <gasps> and Oh. Is it movie three fat there? lady or movie one fat lady? It's movie three. Don, Don, Don French. There's like a full full size screen of, of of Don French sitting there with the portrait door swung open, and then she, she's there, and she's trying to uh, crack glass with just the sound of her voice. Just the sound of my voice. That's really cool. Cool. Well, what, what was your favorite bit of the whole thing? Well, the thing that I was most blown away by was the they they had the knight and the rook from the chess. A game from Sorcerer's Stone. Seeing those in person was really, really, really cool. Just they're, they're massive things, and, and um, the knight is, is basically like looming over you and looks as if that is, that is just going to take a sword and swipe you. Um, but the the most the, the the thing that I was most interested to see was something that was almost almost hidden just as just as you enter. Enter the Great Hall, which was the Bloody Baron's costume. What? They they have that there. Now, I think we've only seen that for like a split second in the film, but they have the actual thing there. And the amount of detail that they put in in, in into that costume is simply amazing. I mean, there, there, there's like blood, red blood stains from 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 his neck down his collar and wow. chest and down his. And the, the the detail of all of the, the stitching and the buttons and the design and the shoes and just the, the whole thing of it, that's something that I, I just had, had to stand and look at for a good you know, couple minutes just, just to take it all in. I thought that that was definitely one of my favorite things there. Did they have the uh, the Frozen Hermione? They did not have Frozen Hermione. They had Petrified Colin Creevy, though. <laughs> I can imagine it might be pretty risky having a Petrified Hermione there. Okay. <laughs> Question okay. from from slightly. Will the exhi- will the exhibition ever come to the UK? Does it, did, did you find out anything about well, that? Well, they weren't able to give details on where it would be next. However, they did say that we should have the uh, where it's going to head next within the coming weeks. I was able to ask afterwards about how long they expect this entire exhibition to carry on, and um, they have plans for about a five year run. Wow! Was there a gift shop? There was a gift shop. The, the gift shop was all, was in itself such a cool thing. They they have everything Harry Potter related that you could imagine. They have the um, Tonner dolls. They have the San Francisco Music Box Company snow globes. They have a bunch of new merchandise, and they had pretty Buffs every favorite beans. And actually, they had a, a new candy which I had to buy for myself called Fudge Flies. Uh, chocolate no, flies ew. filled with That's fudge gross. filling. <laughs> Fantastic! They're so good. I've never seen them before. I saw them. I like, okay, I I have to go and get to try these. So they they have an amazing amount of things there that you, you just walk in there and each uh, section is housed in like um, Borgen and Burt's area, and then uh, Madame Rosmerta's area, and then um, the uh, clothes are under the um, Madame Malkins or something like that. Yes, thank you. Madame Malkins is is where all of the t-shirts and clothes and stuff are. Wow. Do they have Ravenclaw merchandise? They do have great Ravenclaw merchandise. They have, Good. They have most everything there that I've seen. They, they have the uh, uh, um, Marauder's Map and they have the audiobooks. They, they have a ton of stuff Ooh, there. That reminds me about audio. Back when you're on the tour, is there like an, an, an audio tour? Like like we heard that there's clips with like uh, Stuart Craig, our friend Stuart Craig, talking to this production designer and the Stuart costume. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, did you see that? They do have an audio tour. Unfortunately, they weren't able to give us the, the 
audio tour for, for, for the tour that we went on. Um, however, they did say that they went to Leafston and spoke with the filmmakers and um, heads of department and, and, and various other designers, you know, the people who actually created the props and the sets that you see there and then spoke with them about how they have the books and they have the scripts and how they use their own creativity to create this physical object and, and what that entire process is is, is like. I mean, I, I'm definitely planning to go back. So I take the audio tour and I can hear from the, you know, Stu Craig and the set designers and the costume designers and all, and all of those people. That would be one of the coolest things to have to accompany you on this tour. Is the audio tour initial cost? Um, I don't believe so, no. I think, I think it's an option. How much is the admission to the, to the thing? Um, the uh, exhibition is $26 for adults. Wow. It isn't too bad. I think it's definitely worth it. That's some money, though. That's for real. I mean, (laughs) yeah. For everything that you see and everything that you experience, you know, walking in there as a fan, I think you are just transported into this this magical world. And for $26, I think, totally worth it. Somebody else wants to know is Aragog big and scary in the exhibit? Well, they didn't have Aragog, they had an Akmentula which was still a humongous giant spider. <laughs> right. So did we ever hear anything about Miss Joe? Did she do anything with this? Well, I, I was able to ask um, about Joe's um, involvement because we had heard in recent days that Joe had looked over plans, but um, they said that Joe saw the plans through WB. So she didn't have any any um, direct input or oversight in, um, in, in, in what they brought here or designed but they are also very hopeful that show she will make a trip to uh, to <gasps> this exhibit to see it in person and they told you exactly when she was going to do it right so that you could go yeah oh yeah totally <laughs> oh yes oh yeah totally all the information maybe in july sometime maybe i'll invite you along <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> all right let's take one more question from the twitter um are any of dumbledore's things in it Dumbledore's costume is there. They had um, Richard Harris Dumbledore and had Michael Gammon Dumbledore, and I thought that that was very interesting to see. I think that you can tell the different personalities of the two actors playing Dumbledore, even 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 with even with their costumes. I mean, the Richard Harris costume seems a lot more heavy, and detailed, and embroidered, and Michael Gammon's is more light and free. Like, um, I mm-hmm. guess you could say um, they did have Dumbledore's wand too, which I thought was pretty, <gasps> pretty, pretty cool to see. Oh, the Elder Wand! Yeah. What's funny is when they made that wand for Movie One, did they ever think that they were making like the no. most important prop in the entire? Well, I mean, <laughs> they've been, they've changed the the wands for different movies, haven't they? Like not for the characters, are... I don't think. Not since three. Yeah, three. I think is when they like decided. They're keeping it. They had a number of wands. They had Voldemort's wand and Sirius Blacks. They had <laughs> Snape and Slughorn and McGonagall and a number of other wands there too. I think for, for most for most of the costumes that they had on display, they they had their wands with them. Voldemort's wand I think is hilarious because it's like this evil bo- like made it of like bone, like a carved mm-hmm. femur. And then it's like whoever, <laughs> whatever fever. wand, that, whatever whoever that wand chooses, it's like you know, let's keep an eye on that kid because. <laughs> oh, no, totally. I mean, like, what would possess Alexander one day to make a wand out of a bone? Don't get it. <laughs> he was feeling fanciful, John. Fanciful. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have a bone. I'll make a wand. Okay, guys, 
Edward, your full report is going to be on Leaky shortly, as well as audio from the roundtable interviews in which you were able to take part. Um, thank you so much for going, and thank you so much for coming here and participating in this, and we'll see you soon. All right, so thank you so much. It was an amazing experience, and thank you so much for having me on the show. No, no, no. Yay, everybody say thank you. Everybody say thank you to Edward in the chat. Thank you, Edward in the chat. Edward in the chat. Bye. your questions you have twittered us your interest in being smarter than me and now it's time to play let's do it hi hey 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 what's your name where are you from what's your house um i'm samantha i'm in gryffindor and i'm from ontario work ontario canada yep oh i'm from ontario california i grew up there which is very far from where you are very far I have a question. What was the password for the prefix bathroom in Goblet of Fire? Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I know this one. Mm. Then, John, you type your answer. I'm going to type my again, answer. Sorry. I'm going to type it right into the thing. It's going to be not a clue. What, what was your name again? I'm sorry, I forgot. Samantha. Samantha. Sorry about that. Yep. Hey, Samantha was a witch That's on fine. TV, too. Okay, what's your answer, Samantha? I have no idea. Take and a I guess. just read the book too. Well, I, I I think that your answer is still better than John's. So you want to let us everybody know what John's answer is? <laughs> this is an answer that only John can give, and it's called Snagglepuss. Snazzle.
some of my lakey points and bragging rights forever forever yeah. hear the more i don't know it's becoming it's becoming it's becoming not not a rare thing not, be, oh now you're catching on <laughs> to be smarter than john wow i want to brag are tomorrow. you new <laughs> why are you so mean to me uh, i'm not being mean it's just okay. you know at my expense at all but whatever <laughs> all right well thanks for playing <laughs> take care thanks guys bye <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do this again. Um, I'm Mary from Texas, and I'm a Ravenclaw. Yay! Ooh, Ravenclaw! All right, let's lay it on her. I have one, Frankie. Okay, here. go soon. This is not be hard. The Half-Blood Prince is coming out, and there's a really cool party scene, and at the party scene, there's a very famous guest. It's a vampire. Uh, Who is the, his name? Uh, how do you... Don't say it, don't say it. I don't, don't say know it. it. Hold on. John's I mean, got to type it for us. Because there's, we saw a picture of it with Ivana Lynch standing next to him, Frank, or John. Just a hint. He's Call in the movie. <laughs> Call Ivana. That's your, your, your no, lifeline, no. John. What's your answer? What's your answer? Um, is it Dracula? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's better than I John's think I've got answer. It. <laughs> That's better than John's, believe it or not. <laughs> Slytherin. That's a girl. 
Good. Hey, Sue. Hey, how you doing, Gina? I'm good. How are you? I'm actually good. Are you going to go to that exhibit in Chicago? Yeah, I'm planning to go with my family when my sister comes back from grad school in May. I'm oh, excited. Cool. Yeah, it should be really cool. It's very cool. That's a great city to live in, too. Sue, I told you that if you come, I'm going to bring you some uh, Starbucks. So Excellent. Ooh. I'm counting on it. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm down with that. We're there. Good. <laughs> good. No, don't bribe the judges see? here for See, this is questions. my point. See how nice she is? And she's a Slytherin. I love my Slytherins, even though I was, you know, I, make, you know, I was being funny in my video. This is just proof there's oh, good This is a great right question. Yeah, well, me and Never, all the other ones. I got a great question. Okay, do it, Melly. Can I pick the question? All right, the question is, well, I don't know. It doesn't lend, it doesn't lend to a nice, to a funny answer from John, but I think it's an interesting question anyway. What is the only book where no one dies? And this was asked by Dino Carroll. Mm. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. What do you think? But it's, um, I, I changed my mind. What do you think? I'm going to go with Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, I was going to say I that. think you're right. Yes. I think Very you're right. Good. Two Myrtle dies, right? Yeah. Who dies? Which, what'd you say, Melanie? Nobody... Nobody in two Myrtle dies. John thought it was Chamber of Secrets, but in two Myrtle dies. No, Myrtle's well, already dead. Oh, she didn't Dying die. Too. Well, but we learned about it. It's you know, it's uh, okay. we learned that story in the. Is, in the does book. anybody die in three? I don't think so. But on that on that note, no, no, nobody di nobody oh, nobody dies, dies in three. three. Because Myrtle, I'm not counting Myrtle because she's a ghost. Yeah. She's already dead. Myrtle sucks. Well. <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban, didn't we learn about the murders of, of James and Lily and the yeah. whole... No, yeah. we know about James. Next. I mean, James and Lily technically died from the first book. You know, it's not like a yeah. new... Yeah, I guess that's true. It's book. not new information. Oh, no, not I guess that's true. And, um, hmm. uh, what's his face? Quirrell died in the first book. In one. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I'm, I'm, let's be picky. Let's say they start out in the beginning of the book alive and they were dead, but, and even... Uh, Nicholas Flamel, he probably ended up dying towards the end of the first book after he stopped taking the elixir. Right. Then the second one, I can't remember. Uh, then the, from four to the end, it's obvious. So it has to be yeah. two or three. Okay. So mm. Do you think you have to no take the elixir of life with Unless food? you count Riddle when he came back, like when he was like coming back and he ended I guess up Riddle. the basilisk. Yeah, yeah. Well, the totally dies. He absolutely dies. And then Hippogriff, I mean, uh, Buckbeak almost oh. died. In three. Yeah. Question is void. Is that the answer? No, they didn't send the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just uh, on the Twitter. <laughs> but it's right. an interesting Twitter question. answer. But that doesn't count. No question. That's what I want to know the answer to my question. Does Do you have to take the elixir of life with food or it gives you a tummy ache? We have to take it how many times a day or how many times a week? Oh, Dino Carroll says I count the basculus dying in two. So oh, like, yeah. He is... But he's not a person. That's a creature, right? It's a creature, just... yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm well, going to say two and three. The Weasley clans question because I yelled at them and that was um, mean or me. Um, <laughs> she got doodled after that. Who was the first in Harry's year to be sorted and into what house? Oh, Oh, man. Are we tagged? Yeah. Uh, 
Are you going to come see us on tour this summer? July 5th, baby. Rock on. Very good. Chicago. Chicago. All right, John. Cough it up. Let's go. John. Oh, wait, John, you just gave up on that one. Yeah, you answer now. Um, John. Hannah Abbott, and I'm going to guess Ravenclaw? Well, she's she, a Hufflepuff. Oh, she missorted the Hufflepuff. Oh, I think she's the first no. one. That's what they put in the answer, at least. Hannah Abbott, Hufflepuff. She is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I just found it in the book. <laughs> You're cheating! You got the book Oh, my out. gosh, you can't do that. Jeez. She admitted it, though. She admitted it right here blatantly. See, that's a slither. It's like, okay, I'm cheating. No, what, what house is this person? Yeah. What house are you? What? <laughs> what yeah, house are you in? I'm Hufflepuff, baby. Oh, see, that explains it. <gasps> okay, John. John, John's uh, answer was, um... You fail, though, with this answer of yours. <laughs> fail in major ways. And the house is awesome. Yeah, but I just wasn't sure about the house. Uh, I, right. Go ahead. You went. Tell him, tell him his Wompy. answer, Molly. Announce Wompy the and then the house of awesome. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> That was a deleted chapter. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for playing, Slytherin. You were smarter you. than me, almost Bye, partially. Gina. Bye, guys. You win 200 points for Slytherin. Bye. 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 One last one. One more little person here. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm from Ireland, and I'm a Gryffindor. Amy, hi.
people, I, I actually right. listen to it in the gym and people think I'm crazy because I'll be like laughing out loud. <laughs> Everyone else will be like really into their workout and I'll be like, ah, Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, need, I need to listen if to I, that call. I, I know, I know you just sent out, sent it out, but it's one, one of the many things that Mozart hasn't had time to catch up on. Oh yeah, yeah we had a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Andrew, cool, cool, Andrew cool. gave me sound effects control. <laughs> so I got to hit the applause button and the boo oh, button and the burp button oh, no. and everything. That was great. Excellent. You and Andrew get along really well. Yes. <laughs> We'd have to for someone to give me the sound effect button in the middle of their show. <laughs> yes. That is, is very, that's true. You have to get along very well or I'm being very ill-informed. Uh, okay. All right. Question, question time. Ooh, I have one. Okay, go, Sue. Oh no, this will be tough though. But this is in favor. This is honor of our Irish friend here. During the Quidditch World Cup, there is an Irish team playing. Can you uh, name any player on the team? Oh, for the love of God! <laughs> I Come on! Not even tell you what yes, the name the team's name is oh. called. Dude, dude. Now you should have read the book. Uh, there are a lot of classic Irish names they... on that team. I remember. <clears throat> well, where's one? It's. Hard. It's, uh, uh his, his, the name is a famous, famous hairstyle, if that helps. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that. John! <laughs> a Amy, what's your answer? <laughs> um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say, um, Warren. Oh, well, that's one! That's right! Oh, wow, yes. is this person that is smart. Actually, You're Googling. No, 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 that, that person is named after Chris Moran, the, the publicist from Scholastic. Oh, right, right. That's really? where that one comes from. But John's so cool. answer, Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John's answer is Patty O'Brien. Yay! Because <laughs> that's all anyone's named in Ireland is, is Patty O'Brien. Uh, a superstitious you man. You are smarter than me, John Noe. You've won 15 points per Slytherin. Thanks for playing. Hey, Gryffindor. Ah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's what I, I said. You see you, Lincoln. Bye, Amy. Okay, we'll see you at LeakCon. Bye. 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 Okay. I love it. John throws out these huge, like, five-syllable SAT 1600-point words. Oh, I'm smarter than John And then John I can't Noe get you to show. spell. All right. Well, that's the end of this show. Not this show. 
Alright, John, can you explain to everybody about the Chipotle Alliance? Well, let's, let's intro the little, little wrap-up first here. It's the drums. It's the drums! Yay! Drums. Da, 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 da. John, can you explain the... <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Frack. Can you explain the Chipotle Alliance, please? Alright. The weapon we have is salsa. <laughs> I love that! <laughs> oh my god, that's so perfect! Where did you... Did you just come up with that? I just came up with that John Noe style. Holy that was crap. in my head. Whatever was in my head came out my mouth. That's how you do it, John Noe. I'm very impressed. All right. Well, <laughs> the John Noe Chipotle Alliance is something that was created during my video last week. And what? Um, if you watch Noe Thursday, you'll know that, you know, it's tough times out there for burrito lovers. Recession, everybody, you know, prices going up, dollar dropping in value, etc. It's very hard for people like me to get a frequent burrito. So if, if this is a, a cause that you care about, um, I asked people to donate uh, 11 cents. Um, so if, uh, for, for every, uh, I think it was every 60 people that did it, I would uh, have a burrito to eat. However, I did not realize that PayPal <laughs> takes 30 cents minimum for every donation. So all those 11 cent donations got absorbed by PayPal's mighty fist of fees. So <laughs> it's not I, a percentage. No, it's 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 30, After 30 cents minimum cents plus a percentage. Yeah. Um, but, so uh, wouldn't it just say, "Oh, don't bother, don't even bother," or it doesn't even tell you? It, it just, doesn't like, even tell you. It. It's it it what wants your jerk. 11 cents, even though I'm sure it's taking a loss on the rest of the 19 cents there. It doesn't cost them 30 cents to do it. Let's not kid ourselves. Right. It doesn't cost them a quarter of a cent to do it. They're big jerks. So. So they have to donate 44 cents now, or if, 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 if they, they don't have to donate anything, but if they feel so inclined, they can they could donate the the 41 whatever cents it is just to give me my. 11 cents. Yeah. Anyways. The Chipotle Alliance is still going strong. There are about 10 of you in it so far. And um, all of you <laughs> all of you will, will, re will be receiving postcards from me. Even though the postage is more than you donated me. So it's a <laughs> really crappy deal for me here. <laughs> the Chipotle Alliance is not very well thought out. Never mind, you have to buy the postcard. Yeah, oh, what the hell? I, this sucks. <laughs> actually, somebody, um, a, premium, a premium member of the John Noe Alliance, actually donated me the cost of an entire burrito, and his name is Bobby, and he's my new best friend. You're so shameless. I am That's shameless. You know insane. what? Look at this, though. Ustream actually has a thing called Tip Jar. I don't know no, if it you does not. This. It has a thing called Tip Jar, and if you give it your PayPal email address, a little icon comes up. For people that leave you tips. No. Isn't that ridiculous? Don't Are make them donate. Don't do it. Don't put it up. Well, I mean, I'll put up with a little sad burrito next to it. I'll make my <laughs> burrito guy With little ribs showing through its tinfoil. <laughs> oh, my God. Frankie. Well, think about it this way. Think about, like, you know, if you go to a, go to a, like a bar and there's some girl playing the piano and she's entertaining you for a few hours, she's got a little tip jar. So and you people and she wouldn't feel bad about people putting a dollar in there if she entertained them. So it's it's really not You're like a girl on a, a piano. What's that? You're like a girl on a piano. Not not a girl like on a piano, like a girl playing the piano. <laughs> okay. I mean, if a girl was right. dancing on the piano, I'd give her two dollars. I know. Well, but I'll, but 
Marapam. All right, all right, all right. Um, a question from the Twitter. What's the coolest imitation Frack can do? That's a good question. Imitation? At Pottercast. That's what, how you do it if you want us to answer questions. At Pottercast. What's the coolest imitation Frack can do? Wait, I want to make sure Sue's still here because I haven't heard her say anything. Did we lose Sue? I'm here. Hello. Okay. I'm here. Sue. I'm good. I don't know. I can do, do Smeagol. <laughs> I feel so weird I'm on the spot doing do it. it. Do it. Do um, it. Oh, God, Frack! Wow, that was good. <laughs> wow! wow. Brussels. <laughs> oh my God. That was amazing. <laughs> I like the new voices. Now, now do a Japanese uh, Smeagol. I can't. <laughs> 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 he sounded like a chipmunk having a seizure. <laughs> that was awesome. Do do the robot voice, Smeagol. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can do that. Um, hello, I'll want Brussels. <laughs> I don't know. You can't do the robot voice of Smeagol because the whole point is he's all squirrely and like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tell me something to say, and I'll say it in Smeagol's voice. Uh, Harry Potter. Uh, you are listening to Pottercast live on your stream. You're listening to Pottercast live on your stream. <laughs> That couldn't be any more amazing. I want to put that like into the into the thing. It needs to be on the soundboard. Do it. Do it. <laughs> 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 Okay. You're good. Okay. Oh can you can you say my can you can you say my my full book title in Smeagol? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna tw- I'm gonna tweet it to you so you get it right because yeah. it's hard to remember the whole thing. Yeah, it's put it pretty, put it in pretty um, long. Skype. <laughs> we should record. Oh, this needs to Somebody be like Somebody wants your Smeagol to say machine. "nasty little moochka." No. Nasty little moochka. This is the best wrap-up we've ever done. <laughs> you sent it to me? I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Never mind. Type. Okay, there. I tweeted it to you. Oh, She's my dead. gosh. It's long. It's long. How awful. The cruel star of a dinosaur was found. A lion's on the whole battle phenomenon. Whoa. That's what's gonna come up. That's so awesome. Oh, oh my god. No, it's just it's yeah, you talk through your nose and you just kinda you you scratch it up a little bit. Oh my god, I can't breathe. That was I can't breathe. Melissa, Melissa you were hysteric you were as funny as Frankie, your laughter was just <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We'll go back to this at the end. 
people Twitter what you want Frankie to say in Smeagol voice. <laughs> <laughs> they said you should have done my audiobook for oh, Shadow, Shadow Dreamers yeah. <laughs> in Smeagol. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just. I'm just. How are you guys doing? Because I'm dead. This has been the most fun of my life all week. I'm oh sure. my god. Frankie, now I lost over? all the other questions. Sue, they want to know how your how your neck is. It's still very painful. I must. I, I, it's, it, I was saying it's worse than childbirth. I, it's horrible Holy having a pinched nerve in your neck. No, it's very painful. I could not move the day that it. it I just. I mean, I was crying. It made me sick. It just. It was horrible. And um, I so I feel I feel bad for like you know have to go to the hospital and stuff being traction for. It's just just debilitating. It's just terrible. So I'm sorry I didn't put my video up. There's just no way I could. Dude, I can barely even worry. I mean, that's a pretty crappy excuse, but I mean, well. Well, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you suck, too. I'm dazed, Oh, my goodness. We've it, got a was, it, was, it was a remnants of the, the horcruxes from the Slytherin thing, John. It was a. Oh, is that what happened? I think it was. I must have been. I don't know. Oh, oh man. I can't even breathe. Was there anything else it, we had to do in this wrap up? Because I. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, do, they want do, you, you should to... do live Noe Thursday, Schmeagle, Frack, Frack Schmeagle. <laughs> stay, stay, stick around for live Noe Thursday. Oh, they want that? you to Schmeagle, they want you to Schmeagle squee. We got a lot of those. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so unsure of itself. Because <laughs> it doesn't know how. Wait, it doesn't wait, know how to on. squee. Wait, what's that part in the movie when he, what's he saying on the rocks when he's all happy? Schmeagle, or um, <laughs> if he was happy, it'd be like that, I guess. He said somebody is, but it wasn't Smeagol though. He said it was Gollum. Said he was free, but he didn't squeak. Have oh, Smeagol free. say Dobby is free. Dobby's free. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know That's if that was really Oh God! Okay. I think Smeagol needs to do the intro to podcast this week. I agree. I think Frack should put a different intro for podcast every week in a different voice. Oh yes, I only have like four different voices. That's not true. You do cats very well too. Yeah, yeah you do Mickey Mouse. Cats. You do. I bet you could do Woody Woodpecker. I don't know. I, I'd have to hear him. I haven't heard him in years. I know you do the computer voice. Computer voice. <laughs> oh, yes! They want you to do... They're called Thestrals. Oh, my gosh. The Smeagol or the computer? A Smeagol. They're called Thestrals. Um. <laughs> Hold on. It's weird sometimes I have to get them up. They're called Thestrals. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be hard to say. Oh, funny. All right. Any any news about tour, guys? Oh, um... Yeah, John. Is it still happening? Street? Really? Street? Street? Um, Don't we have to call for street people? Oh, our street crew. Yeah. Well, let's explain about the street crew. The street crew, right now, we don't need your help actually getting any more gigs or anything, but uh, there are a few cities we don't have um, shows for yet. And um, if you want to call and uh, talk to your libraries and be like, hey, there's this awesome tour going on, big you know, book, podcast, but Harry Potter and Wizard Rock bands, we really want them to play at, at the library. And then leave it at that. Because then when we call them, whatever, they'll have remembered, oh yeah, these weirdos were in here wanting to come and uh, see these guys. So then they'd be more interested in that. But you, you don't have to like be our agents or anything. But mm-hmm. that's why we don't, we don't want to be confused with one of the street crew. But soon this week, uh, also, uh, there's going to be uh, instructions of how to really uh, help out uh, 
and promoting the shows that are already happening in your town. And we're, we're going to put up some posters for you guys to print out. And I mean, they'll just be like black and white little paper-sized thingies. But you can uh, put them up around uh, your town nearby the place and take a picture of it and then send it in and then we'll be able to give you my leaky points for that. Lots of my leaky points for that. Oh, a heck okay. lots of my leaky points. Yeah, it'll be fun. It will be, it'll be amazing. Awesome. Where, where can they go on my leaky to read about our tour, John? What's our little friend on my? Oh, leaky we have points? a little friend on my leaky called PC Loop and Willow, mm-hmm. um, that has tour dates on it, and also we're going to be a page on Pottercast, uh, blog post on Pottercast.com, that shows all of our tour stops in, in map form on, on Google Maps, and um, if you know of any of the areas that we seem to be driving through that you think we should check out, like fun little stops to make suggest them because uh, we, want, we want to make the most of all this, all these road trips this summer including the little um, crazy road trip Frankie and I are going on to get from California to Boston to start it out yeah. we're planning a meet up at Bad the Grand Dash. Canyon June 13th meet up at the Grand Canyon if you're in or around Arizona and you want to see us and have a little Harry, Harry Potter meet up um, <laughs> come to the Grand Canyon <laughs> anywhere no in the Grand way. Canyon will be fine no we're going to actually set up a spot I think it's gonna be near Grand Canyon. Yeah, just just guess. Yeah, <laughs> not that big. Exactly. <laughs> See you down at the bottom. Yeah, parachute. Terrible. Yeah, and uh, and of course anybody who's gonna be who lives near Cedar Point, uh, Harry Potter Cedar Point Day, probably June seventeenth. That'll be fun. Really? I yeah. didn't know this. Really? Yeah. June seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Really? I think wasn't it or June sixteenth? We have to be in. We have to be in Boston on the 19th, so... Oh, I know. This isn't new to you, though. I've showed you the, the map. Uh, we're going okay. to be driving through Cleveland area on the 17th, I think. Okay. Well, that uh, works. I love... Cedar Point has amazing roller coasters. Y'all, I am a It's the best in the whole world, pretty much. I might I might try and come meet you guys, because it just sounds like too much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun, us. It is awesome. I mean... Now, I, like I love... You, do you, Frankie? Good. It's I'm only, like, there. 30 bucks to go in, like, after 4 o'clock close called twilight hours believe it or not see you guys yes i know that to... word is ruined yeah. i've never gone to a uh, roller Don't coaster let that book ruin oh, the i know people. sue what the hell oh my god i just realized that i am a huge roller coaster fan and y'all have gone to disneyland or world together and i have not done that with you this will be fun i want to go totally. melly you have to come out there all right i'll come i'll come so we'll start we'll start tour without without shows it'll be like it'll be like that mad drive through mexico that time but without you know <laughs> without having to do 17 hours in one day yes and um <laughs> And also, things are looking better and better for us being able to do live tour vlogs in the car. Oh my Uh-oh. god! <laughs> it's going to be cool. crazy with multiple with multiple cameras, and uh, I'm very excited for this. All right. Well, on that note, um, Frack, if you would please do a "Not my daughter, you bitch" in um, in Smeagol voice, we can, we can we can then say goodbye to this podcast. Okay. I have to say that. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Come on. <laughs> You don't have to if you don't want to curse. <laughs> not my daughter. Not my daughter. You jerk. I can say witch. Yes. Okay. So quiet. I'm so self-conscious right now. <clears throat> <clears throat> me 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 me. <laughs> not my daughter. You witch. That was awesome. I love you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I ever heard. I want to send it to Joe. <laughs> So badly, I think she'd laugh her butt off. I think she would just. She's a big. She's a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Tell her to just invite me over for tea, and I'll talk in that voice the whole time. (laughs) In costume, Miss Meagle. 
I'll crouch down and eat sushi. I don't care. <laughs> Ew! That's disgusting. Okay. Rafa, I love crouching down and eating sushi. Yes, I bet you do. All right, it's time. All right, well, I guess until next time, kiddos. Keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be precious. <laughs> Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Oh, <laughs> we stink at that. What is that? We missed it. It's what? never three, bad. Three, it's almost 200 shows. I, I will never get it right. Disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time we've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> this week's Pottercast was edited by Andrew Garner, Caitlin Minzy, Seth Brown, and Michael Beckett and produced by John Noe. Special thanks goes to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and every other episode of Pottercast, which can be found at pottercast.com. Pottercast is the official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. For more information about Pottercast or to learn how to be a part of future episodes, visit us at pottercast.com.